Deliver. Simplify your restaurant's ordering and delivery capabilities. Find out more. Visit deliverit.com.au. Worth. All the workshop equipment you need on the go. Download the new Worth app today. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Oh, it needs a story of some significance to push the the premiership stories off the back pages of the paper, but today it has, and that is uh, Make Me a Giant, or Make Me a Cat. It screams the back page of the Herald Sun, same with the age. Giants dig in on Jezza Compost. It's all about Jeremy Cameron. So Jason McCartney's the GWS footy boss, and he's been good enough to take our call this morning. G'day, Jase. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Tim. How are you today? We're going well. Um, when did you get the news from Jeremy? Uh, yeah, late yesterday afternoon, Jeremy had a catch-up with Leon. So uh, when Jeremy organised that catch-up, you uh, do start to get a little bit concerned. But yeah, disappointing to lose a, a player of the quality of Jeremy and a really quality person. But look, it's, it's something we tend to deal with every year, to be honest. So we'll, we'll push forward now and get the appropriate compensation for... For Jeremy's transfer. So, I mean, that's where it turns to now. He's a restricted free agent. So what, what, what's your approach going to be to this with Geelong? Yeah, we'll work through the process with Stephen Wells and his team in an appropriate time. Um, obviously, being a restricted free agent, we get the opportunity to look at the contract and uh, matching the offer is something that is available to restricted free agents. So that's something we'll definitely be looking at and um, trying to facilitate a trade that way. Otherwise, as a free agent, you're just gifted compensation from the AFL with a unique formula that none of us quite know what the formula is. No, and that is a worry <laughs> indeed. But So a lot of people would be listening, uh, Jace, and not understanding this. We do, we're in the, in the industry, so we get it. So a restricted free agent means yeah. that he's been there for nine years, I think it is, so he can nominate a club, but you have the right. So if, he, if they come out and say he's $600,000 over four years, you've got the right to match that, then what happens? Yeah, you got the right to match, Gary. Spot on, and then, and then with within that, you uh, you know the player can then decide, obviously, whether they want to go through. Um, obviously, he's made a decision he'd like to get back to Victoria for family reasons. So, you work through a trade scenario. Then, like with the Geelong and obviously Adelaide previous with Patrick Dangerfield, that was something that was facilitated prior to they decided not to go down the free agency and facilitated a trade. So. Yeah, look, we'll look forward to, to sitting down with Stephen and his team, like I said, and, and working through that process over the coming weeks. But if you match it and then Jeremy is still committed to wanting to go, what, what options are open to him then, though, and says, I'm not coming back to the Giants despite the fact that you've matched the, the bid? What are the, his options then? Yeah, look, it'll work through a, a trade scenario, a trade transaction uh, beyond that, like we, we've seen before, if players get through the trade period, it ends up, a pre-season or a national draft. Right, the, right. So ultimately, mode of transfer. ultimately he, he would have to take his, um, uh, try his luck in the draft. Yeah, correct. Yeah. J- Jason, when a situation like this occurs, everybody wants to know, GWS fans want to know, the general football public want to know, why did he want to leave? Was it about money or about opportunity or about lifestyle? What is it that he said to you as to the reasons why? Yeah, yeah. Good question, Tim. Yeah, absolutely. Lifestyle and family and friends. Uh, his partner's from Victoria. So, like I said earlier, we're unfortunately we're not immune to these situations. Seventy percent of our list is uh, originally from the, the southern states, so it's something we we manage each year. So, yeah, Jeremy was um, that was the only factor. And obviously, at, at the right time, you get the opportunity to speak to Jeremy. And when you speak to any of our players that 
we've obviously facilitated trades with or have unfortunately left our football club. They actually can't speak highly enough of the the football club, the culture and the environment. So, yeah, it's always challenging. But that, like I said, that's that's our lot every year. That's the way we've been built. And uh, we continually have to manage that and make sure we do get the appropriate returns so we can keep uh, replenishing, whether that's through drafting or through acquisition from other clubs. His form went off this year. Did you feel that this decision weighed heavily on him? Tim, to be honest, and once again, Jeremy will speak at the right time about this. He, uh, I, I'm confident it was never a contract issue that his form went off. Obviously, we didn't have the greatest year as a team, but he categorically hated hub life. He right. is a person right. who uh, is the great outdoors, and for anyone that's on his Instagram um, and things like that, you would see he's he's the ultimate fisherman uh, uh, hunting. He, he loves being outdoors and yeah, he was one that uh, that really suffered greatly from from being in the in the protocols, the environment of what hub life was. So some of some have really um, done well in that situation, but for Jeremy, it wasn't the case, and for the majority of our boys, it wasn't the case for whatever reason. Hey, Jason, it's been reported uh, that uh, famously you stood up before the players uh, not so long ago and said uh, probably a little bit more colourfully than what I'm going to say it, but uh, if you don't want to be here, there's the door. Um, do you regret saying that in any way? Nah, Tim, there's a conversation. It's, it's always interesting, these conversations, when it's uh, just your, your uh, inner circle of people. Uh, it was a conversation that happened in the hub. We were obviously struggling at the back end. Also, a little bit of theatre in that, Tim, too. We were trying to get a response to uh, get our season back on track with a couple of games to go. So, uh, look, like I said earlier, it's it's something we deal with, and I think as a football club, unfortunately, we know we have to deal with it, but we deal with it quite well in terms of the transaction and what we're able to get in return. But, look, the reality is, though, you, you, you do hate seeing great great people and really good footballers leave your football club, but... Uh, like I said, it's the decision's been made now and it's about the, the opportunity for, for us now and what we do with it. So you've got good players going out um, and if you want draft picks, that's good and well. What about players? Would you look at uh, ask Geelong and look at Geelong's list and find someone in there or two players in there that you might want to bring into your club? Yeah, all options will be on the table there, Gary. That's something, look, when you're waiting on a decision like this, you're not sitting on your hands, you're going through the process of, and looking at that. Obviously, the Cats are... Yeah, look, well done for the Cats in Richmond, obviously, this weekend, too, after being overway for 100-odd days. But you go through the list, they're a very mature list. But, uh, yeah, they've got a, a really good hand of draft picks. Obviously, they facilitated a really good deal in return for, for Tim Kelly going back to West Coast last year. So there's that option. But also, there is, uh, yeah, there's some nice players there, uh, let's be honest, in a, in a bit of a younger age bracket that would be of appeal to us. But once again, you just work through that at the appropriate time. Um, obviously, they've got a grand final to concern themselves with uh, this Saturday. They have, but, I mean, Brian Cook, the the club CEO who's been there for a long time, was really strong in the past 10 days or so about the going public with his interest in Jeremy Cameron. What did you make of those comments? Yeah, Cookie was very bullish, wasn't he? He was. Uh, proven to be right. So they, they were strong, but obviously... The difference with Jeremy being a free agent, as with other players are in that category, the, the process from clubs uh, does begin a long, long way out. So um, obviously they, that identified Jeremy probably a year or two ago, to be honest, and it, and rightfully so, he's a very, very good player. So there would have been conversations had early. We, we were confident all the way through that uh, we'd be retaining Jeremy, but uh, for whatever reason this time that 
that lure of, of getting back and obviously the lifestyle that Geelong sold and, and you know they're playing in a grand final and they're a strong football club and in the end it was a lifestyle decision. So okay. uh, they've been having conversations for a while. Okay, just a couple others. Are you resigned to losing Jai Corbell? Uh, no, no. We've uh, I've actually got a meeting this morning with Jai's manager. It's, it's great. Jai's manager's up, been up in Sydney all year, so... It's good to be able to have face to face with some of the managers. So no, no, that that's uh, Jai hasn't made a decision yet. So hopefully we'll know more on that over the next couple of days. Are you aware of uh, the offers that have been made to Jai? Uh, yeah, yeah. Once again, you know he's from uh, from Victoria, and uh, I suppose this is the one. And this is not not Jai, but this is probably something as an industry we'd love some consideration in the negotiations between the AFL and the AFL Players Association. When you've got a second-year player coming out of contract, they shouldn't be exposed, to be honest, to the offers that are getting put in front of the players. It's just not right. It confuses the players. Once again, Jai loves being in Sydney. He's really enjoying the football club. Uh, he got some good opportunities this year. I'm sure he'd like more opportunities than inside mid, but um, I just don't think it's fair on the player after two years to, to have to go through something like this, to be honest, Gary. So what's the answer to that then, um, Jace? If 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 you got you know the Saints and others that are coming at Joy Corbell with long term offers, what's the answer? Yeah, and look, obviously as a club you're trying to get better, and they're within their rights within the rules to to do that. But I would say for those first first round draft picks, there needs to be considerations for a, a mandated sort of three or even four year contracts, to be honest, rather than just the standard two at the moment. So that's something that needs to be looked at. Yeah, no, I, I would support that. Uh, line of thinking too. Jason, just uh, one final question for me about free agency itself. Everybody's going to now look at free agencies. It's just not fair. You know, you're dragging players away from a team and uh, you're adding to another team. What's your view on the free agency system? Well, the, the view is it's an interesting one for us in particular and obviously the Gold Coast because it's very unique when you start up clubs that you do have a mass number of players that come through that free agency status around the same time. So it really does, it has impacted on probably us and the Gold Coast uh, far greatly than it has the established clubs. So um, like I said, the compensation, the uh, formula is one that's not known exactly to the to the club. So yeah, this opportunity for restricted is a good thing that you can match. It sort of hasn't been done apart from the danger field where they facilitate a trade. So yeah, it's not ideal for a startup club, but it's there and we've got to work around it. And now, like I said before, Tim, it's really maximising what the opportunities are and what we can do within the within the uh, the boundaries of being a restricted free agent. Absolute last one, Jace. Any chance of a little Hail Mary phone call into Joe Danaher just now that circumstances have changed? <laughs> yeah, he was in the academy years ago when I was involved, so I think the number's still on the phone, Gary. But uh, I think that one, the decision has been made there, but... Uh, yeah, like I said, all options, um, you know, we'll look at now. And, and the one thing I would say, at the end of 2018, we facilitated trades with Lobb, Shield, Scully and also Setterfield. Um, really good people, really good players. It's not the end of the world. The next year we played off in a grand final. So um, we'll, we'll work through this uh, period now really methodically and uh, get the best result for the footy club. Good luck, mate. Appreciate you jumping on this morning. No worries. Thanks, guys. Take care.
Jason McCartney, GWS footy boss. Some interesting things out of all that. Melbourne fans uh, have got a long memory about this too. Based And Jason McCartney wasn't at GWS at the time. But uh, what about, about the poaching to- of contracted <laughs> what about, players? What about Tom Scully, <laughs> ring a bell? Uh, reminders That's come through time and time again. Five more chances left to be in the draw for the Toyota Caller of the Year where you can win the Toyota Kluger GX two-wheel drive. Own a Toyota. Download the My Toyota app today. I've seen the great Mike Sheen wandering. He's going to be with us from eight till nine as he farewells the media landscape and how excited are we to have him.